When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a prosperous week here, the Sustainable Success Way. It's a beautiful day here in the New York area, and we hope the same for you. Again, it is hard to believe that the holiday season is almost amongst us here. I mean, actually, Thanksgiving being next Thursday and then Christmas around the corner. So, again, for those that are regulars to Sustainable Success, we are definitely uh, proponents for goal setting. So, hopefully... Uh, those that listen to our show regularly are already have their plans in place. And if not, definitely reach out to us. We could help you put together a specific life and business strategy together, whatever that means to you for your business next year. Feel free to send an email to uh, to us at sustainable success at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Today, uh, we're going to have a great show. But before we begin, again, if you are new to our show, uh, not only can you find us here on the Voice America Influencers channel, but you can also check us out on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll be able to listen to our many great guests that we've had on, where you can listen on demand to content that could be relevant to not only your business, but also your personal success, your relationships, and your overall well-being. So again, our show is being brought to you today by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process. They also are working with families to create interdependent family structures that lead to interdependent communities and interdependent business. Check out and all they're doing at Empowered Fathers in Action at w or excuse me www.efamovement.org. That's EFA Movement. Org. Today, we're going to be t- discussing why relationships are so difficult. And as you are know here at Sustainable Success, relationships are so important, not only with ourselves, but the people that, that we do business with, the people that we, we love and our families and so forth. And this is such an important topic. And our uh, expert today that we're going to be talking to is Andre Paradis. And before I introduce him, I'm going to give you a background about who he is. And uh, he'll be sharing his expertise in this area. So if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to call in. If not, you could send it to us uh, by email and we'll make sure that Andre gets a copy so that we could have them addressed for you. So Andre Paradis is a relationship coach, NLP coach, educator of effective communication strategies, workshop leader, public speaker, Amazon number one bestselling author, and an ordained minister. His podcast, How the Culture Gets It Wrong, it airs every Wednesday evening. Andre has been studying people his entire life. Over a decade ago, he was compelled to teach his findings and knowledge to the masses, for they kept asking him why things seem to be so hard or confusing when dealing with people, relationships, life in general. Since his studies of relationship dynamics is so vast, Andre's knowledge expands across all types of of relationship subjects. And without further ado, we welcome Andre Paradis to the show. Andre, how are you doing today? Good morning, Chris. Very, very good. I'm in Los Angeles and it's beautiful and sunny. Oh, beautiful. 
Beautiful. Well, I'll tell you, I'd, I'd rather be, I'd rather have the sun in the in the warmer weather in LA than uh, the sun and about forty degrees here in New York. <laughs> All right. We're sorry. Yeah. Well, it's going to get colder. Well, it was colder, but any event, it, it it's just uh, mm-hmm. way it is here. We're uh, moving into winter, so uh, you know, fall is just Ooh. about ready to leave here in about a few weeks. So. With that being said, you know, I, you know, I got a chance to meet you almost, God, it's been about two years now, over two years ago when we had met actually in Orange County at a joint Mm -hmm. venture uh, event that was over a weekend. And I was really amazed of all the things that you've done in the area of, of helping people in terms of relationships. So, you know, when we talk about relationships, this is so important. I think a lot of times people take relationships for granted because, but yet, when you think about it, when it comes to business or personal life, it is it is so important. So, you know, can you talk to us a little bit about the importance of why we need to look at relationships more in, in a more focused way? Well, you know, in a nutshell, you, you know, the, the quality of all your relationships really like take, take the quality of your life, whether it's personal or business. And the quality of relationships are always lined up with the quality of your communication, right? So... That pretty much is where most of us uh, aren't trained or have difficulties because we, you know, I always say this, people think communications is about the words that we use. To me, communication is the results that you get. So if you're assuming you're communicating, but you're not getting the results, you're not communicating. Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing that happens with people. People assume that people are, you know, is communicating the same way or that they hear, you know, that like we assume that what we believe to be good and right and, you know, is sort of happening from on the other side as we're talking or communicating. We assume people respond the way we, you know, respond. We assume people will be motivated by the things that motivates us. And there's a lot of assumption in how we function thinking others should or should actually function the same or should respond. And that's where things come undone because nobody, you know, everyone is different in that. Well, you made an important uh, thing there when you talked about assuming and speculation. And that is something that, you know, when you talk, when people communicate, a lot of times people would be, will talk to one another, but are they really listening to relate and understand or are they listening mm-hmm. to respond? And th- and I think when it's listening to respond, which most people are gravitate to or all they know is where that the you know the assumptions and speculation come into play, and that's where the problems start. Would that be safe to say? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's, and it's factual. You know, there's a lot of data on this. People typically are in a conversation or in a communication, and they're thinking about responding as opposed to listening. So that's why you, you see a lot of people in communication or people that teach the material always teach the stuff. And a version of, you know, when you communicate with somebody, when you're talking to somebody, where you're exchanging, you know, uh, information or stuff that is being asked of you or you ask of somebody else, to always come back with what I'm hearing you say, <laughs> right? What I'm hearing you say, so it's actually accurate that what you just said is what I'm hearing, and then respond. And, you know, so that's one of, part of the dance of really learning to communicate. So to talk about, you know, some of the, you know, dynamics of, you know, let's, you know, we'll kind of visit a few different areas. We'll look at personal business sure. and so forth. 
So when we talk about, you know, a lot of times there, you know, there's a lot of issues, obviously, in personal relationships. You know, in this case, oh, let's yeah. just take, you know, men and women, you know, whether if they're married mm-hmm. or their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be. But oftentimes there, there's these breakdowns in communication. Again, this, we talked about the assumptions, the speculation and, and not yeah. being clear. Talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that lead up to these breakdowns and then some of the things that we can do better, even either from a men's point of view or even a women's point of view, so to speak, that can improve these situations. Okay, this is a really, really big one, especially when we talk about men and women, because we actually communicate completely differently. We not only we communicate, we not only do we speak differently, we listen differently. So I'll give you an example, uh, and this, these things are all um, kind of grounded in our genetics. You know, we've been men and women for millennia. We've been hunter-gatherers for millennia, right? There's a bunch of, like, default systems that are just built into our DNA that sort of brought us to this kind of behavior and response. I'll explain. So for most men... You know, when we speak, is typically an exchange of data, information, you know, or joke. But there's no, there's a direct communication, you know. Like, you and I, you know, lunch next Thursday noon. Cool, right, on the calendar. There's a directness to men's communication. We mean what we say, and we say what we mean. You with me? Absolutely. So... We talk to women, and again, I'm making huge generalization here. We have to in the context, right? There's, there's very variables, and some don't do this 100%, but there's an 80-20 kind of um, generalization going on here. But when for most women, direct communication is too direct. So most women, again, default system is to be pleasing and pleasant and connecting, right, and to be lovely. So... Often, the idea of speaking directly seems too direct or too rude. So, I'll give you an example. Uh, (laughs) If I see you in a yellow shirt, right, Chris, not that I would care about a yellow shirt, I'm just taking an example, (laughs) because you'll you'll see the flip side, right? If I say, you know, Chris, that shirt on you looks terrible, you know, it looks terrible, you know, the color is horrible on you. And for you, in that... Your reaction to this may be, well, whatever. Like, I can say this directly to you, my opinion, and, you know, you'll take it or you'll leave it, but I don't have a, you know, I'm telling you directly what I think. You'll notice a woman typically will say something like, um, are you going to wear this shirt? Right? Or, yep. and you go, well, why not? You go, well, well, instead of saying I don't like that shirt on you or that color on you, she'll say, you know, well, you know, what if it gets hot? And you go, I'll be all right. Well, what if it gets cold? And, you know, I just don't, I want you to be comfortable. And she'll use, like, we'll call it hints and innuendos to say to you, I don't like that shirt on you. Now, I say this, and <laughs> the women all get what I'm saying. you probably going, what? Right? Because what happens is, to a woman, this is a very, very obvious communication. You know what I mean? The, the hints and innuendos is really the, like you're supposed to get that what she's saying is, you know, that sure doesn't work for me. But we're waiting for the words. So without the words, we don't get it. And basically they blow her off, typically. So men speak directly with words, directly. 
this is what I want, this is what I don't want, this is how it's going to go, you know. Women speak in hints and innuendos, and what happens is because we don't have as male the capacity for details and hints and the subtleties of within communication, like, we miss them. And women, to a woman, it's so obvious what she's saying that she thinks, you know, that you're actually refusing what she's saying. Interesting. Does that make sense? It makes sense, Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, with with men and women in, in relationships, there's a lot of a lot of um, disconnect because women always say like you know, like they think they're being very clear in their subtle, sweet, you know, go around on the, around the corner type ways, just not to be offensive. Because to a woman, if she's offensive, she if she um, if she irritates you or triggers you or makes you angry from her comment, you know, you get mad and that disconnect, you know, emotionally is terrible. So what they're doing, they're doing this just to avoid a disconnect and making, upsetting us, right? But in exchange, the communication is loose and we typically don't get it. Every woman in the room knows what she's saying and they think that we're not really, you know, we're ignoring them or purposely sort of acting stupid, if you want to say that way. So that dance is where most couples, most people, most relationships get really, really, really tricky and uh, collide just because we speak differently and we listen differently. He goes directly and she goes hence any windows. He has no brain capacity for this, right? We know this men don't have the capacity for those kind of details. Missing them to her is misbehaving. So if I'm going to bring you a quick solution here is understanding how different that communication is for each. So I teach men to really like sort of double, what's the word? Double dip if you want into, wait, so what are you saying? Right, actually ask her, like, it's okay, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Like, are you asking me to like kind of guess? Because for her, it's basically the meaning behind what she's saying that, that you were looking for. So you could, you could dig in a little bit and go, are you, are you telling me, what are you saying here, right? And she'll come around if she feels she feels safe with you. And for a woman, I say, ladies, listen to the guy's words. What he says, what he says, that's what he means. So that's really a way to kind of close the gap and stop colliding or missing the point or thinking the other one is misbehaving. There. Yeah, I mean, and what do you, I mean, and, and I don't know if I heard this, but maybe you did, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andre, it, w- would you say that as men or even women too, that we should paraphrase what we heard? So to make sure that we heard what we heard, sometimes we could hear it, Absolutely. but it doesn't mean what what was said, how we perceived it is not what the way it was intended by the, by the sender. Would that be correct? Exactly. 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 This is filters. The filter is different. You know, filtering to fil- the filters are different. So you'll say something. I'll give you an example. This is really funny. I, I had a this happened right in front of me. <laughs> I had a couple friends of mine, you know, a man and a woman, and uh, they had plans. If you live in Los Angeles, you know that Santa Monica is very far from the valley. So she lives in the valley. He lives in Santa Monica, right? Uh, they made plans for her to go to his house on a Friday night. Now he's a caterer. And he said, a long week. So right in front of me, he says to her, listen, I know he plans to meet tomorrow night, but I'm, I'm having a long day tomorrow. I've had a long week. You know, I, at the end of the day tomorrow, I just want to go home and chill out. So I know you, we, we made plans for you to come over, but, I, you know, I think I want to I um, 
we've rescheduled for maybe Saturday or Sunday. I'm just not going to be any good company on Friday. So he's telling her directly what he's saying, right? In front of me is hysterical. She says <laughs> to him, she says, I get this. Well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he goes, well, I just said it. She goes, well, you know, but he goes, well, and he repeats it, right? Like, today's a long day. It's been a long week. I don't, I'm not going to be in a good company, so let's reschedule for either Saturday or Sunday. And she goes again, are you, are you mad at me? He goes, what are you talking about? I just told you, right? <laughs> she goes, right? And, like, this whole thing starts going with her not hearing what he's saying. She's assuming something else. Again, this is like, you know. Because a woman, would, like a woman, when a woman speaks, typically what she says is not, you know, it's behind the corner, it's, it's behind it. It's like, it's usually yeah. like, what does he mean by that? To a woman, it's always like, what are you trying to say to me? What does he mean by that? What does he mean by that? And that's why she's saying, what do you mean by that? And he's like, I just said it. So in front of me, this, this whole thing fell apart, right? Because by the third time, she's saying, like, are you mad at me? Was that a lot, you know, was I? And he's like, I'm just, I'm telling you right now, he's getting frustrated. Right? The third time he repeats it. So obviously now he's hurting her feelings because now he's actually getting edgy. She's convinced there's something else going on. Like he's having an affair or like she goes all the way to the worst case scenario because her brain goes, what does he mean by that? Is he trying to tell me? And he's just using the words. That's exactly. A, you know, that's the best example I have. It's, it happens all the time. So in our communications, you know, especially love communications because it's more. I think there's more expectation in love communications. I think there's definitely more energy and uh, emotions, right? Take things more personally. So something like this could have like a couple come unhinged so quickly like they did. I mean, like, by the time this happened in front of me, he was so frustrated that, you know, she thought something else and she was convinced he was having an affair and they just like this in a house just kind of blah, 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 and walked away from each other. It was terrible. So you see it? Yeah, I see it absolutely. I can see where the the, uh, the disconnect can be, and and like I said, these are things that happen all the time. And you know, and when all the time, you know, we we get it, we get caught up in assumptions and speculation. And again, it's not just women. This can be with men too. I mean, it happens. And absolutely. again, what frame of mind that we're in? This is why you know it's so important, mm-hmm. like you said, that we got to be very, very specific in terms of how we communicate we can if somebody like if we say something and somebody's nodding which means that yeah i understand what you're saying i get it uh that's not truly the case we have to really confirm right. especially if it's something yeah. very important because like i said somebody might not say anything but yet might have perceived it a different way and it could really change totally. the course of the of the relationship going forward you know mm-hmm. people will just assume yep. something and get it in their heads and so forth but um, we got to go yeah. to break, Andre. So I want to. We, we're looking forward to expanding a little bit more for those guests. Again, we we're just touching the iceberg here on relationships. We got some great more information to come from Andre here in terms of why relationships are so difficult. So uh, we'll be right back here after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We're here with relationship expert and Amazon number one bestseller, uh, Andre Paradis. We're talking about why are relationships so difficult? And we discussed in the first segment, if you're just joining us, a little bit about the dynamics of why that we oftentimes as men and women assume and speculate what the other person is saying and how this could lead to breakdowns in communication and then, of course, in relationships. Again, uh, Andre had shared some uh, some scenarios and stories to kind of articulate that. And uh, we've just touched the, the tip of the iceberg right now. So we're going to dive right back into it here uh, for segment two. Again, if you're just joining us, you can listen to the show in its entirety later today. Uh, so we encourage you to definitely check it out if you just joining us. So that being said, Andre, when, when we look in today's world, I mean, you would think with all the different types of information and different ways to communicate that it would be, you know, a lot easier to, to effectively communicate and, and develop, you know, better relationships. But why is it getting, why is it difficult? <laughs> That's a good question, huh? And it's, it's funny because everyone has the same question, honestly. You know, in, in an age where we have access to everything, all the information in the world, right? Every, we know you need something, you have a question about something, Google it, there it is. So information is everywhere in a ways, in ways that's, you know, has never been before. We think, you know, culturally, this is actually the, the basis of my podcast, How the Culture Gets It Wrong, where culturally we... You know, this, the equality movement between men and women, between the sexes, right? The, 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 the and, you know, what we've done in the past 30 years very, very strongly is, you know, empowered women in the world, especially in the workforce, right? Empowered women to be strong, independent, and powerful, to take their place in the world, to be part of culture, uh, society, you know, in the ways that they want to contribute and beautiful stuff. And at the same time, though, we sort of like soften men and, and actively soften men and trying to make them more uh, sensitive and kind and sweet and talkative and more feminized. So we masculinize women, strong, independent, and powerful. By the way, we used to raise men to be strong, independent, and powerful, right? And now we raise women 
first to be strong from kindergarten on. Strong, independent, powerful. Fantastic, you know, for business. Fantastic to make money. Fantastic in the world, in the world of competing, competing with men or competing in the world. Absolutely. However, in love, relationship dynamic is the kiss of death. And that's the part that nobody saw coming and that people still don't see coming or still don't are confused by it. This should be a time where, because empowering women, softening men gives us access as, 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 at a new reality with equality between the sexes, between men and women, right? Beautiful. In concept, that it works for, again, it works for business and money in the realm of relationship, love relationship dynamics is the kiss of death. Because... What's happening is men and women are actually very, very different. The idea of equality in our bodies, you know, equal rights, equal pay, equal opportunities, absolutely fantastic, beautiful, of course. But the idea that we're equal in our bodies, equal machines, that we should behave the same, right, it flies in the face of nature, first of all. So that's, that's something that's impossible, right? There are stereotypes. So there is masculine and feminine, and we both have masculine and feminine inside of us. But a, masculine, a, a male body does better in the world, functions better, you know, is healthier, leading with this masculinity altogether more. And a female body and a female, you know, nervous system works better connected to her feminine first. We both do both. We flex back and forth. But what happens in our, in our culture, why things are so difficult in love matters is we... Women are now empowered in a way where they stay and live in their masculine more, and we have men moving into and staying in their feminine more. And now that becomes a different problem, right? This is now this, this, this antidote has created a different sickness, a different problem. So what happened is masculine men... We're talking about love dynamics again. Masculine men are not attracted to masculine women. So every one of my clients has the same complaint. They're, you know, they're women in their late 30s, early 40s plus. They're, they have careers. They have money. They have their own car and business and, you know, house and, and beautiful. They're doing fantastic in the world. And somehow they come at me left and right daily. This, you know, I have everything. You know, I'm attractive still. How come no one's dating me? Why is no one interested in me? You know, and even if I go on a date, you know, the guy says, you know, nice to meet you, I'll call you, and then never hear from him again, right? And the reality of that is, again, you know, if you've been in the workforce, if you've been, you know, business, competitive in the world, you, most women get stuck in the masculine, not understanding that men are looking for the opposite. Men are looking for the feminine. But in a sense, it's been sort of, Women have lost touch with that and show up with their masculine in the world. And masculine men are irritated by this, right? When you show up masculine with a masculine man, you actually disrespect his masculinity. So this is where the collide or the collapse. Man on man neutralizes the energy and it doesn't work. Now, on the flip side, um, when men are shamed of being masculine, so that, you know, our culture is, you know, softening men and teaching them to be gentle and kind and to never push on a woman and to never assert yourself on a woman. I get it, right? However, when they get stuck there, where they stop taking on life, 
taking on their own lives, going after their dream. You know, when they stay soft, they can't really produce much. You know, a lot of these guys, you see them everywhere. They become artists, like, or the artist sort of personality type. Typically, these guys don't really step into the, their lives hard enough to manage, you know, their money, their careers, and in, in that become less resourceful and actually surely less resourceful than, you know, powerful women, and that is not attractive to women. Women don't like soft men or men who they have to take care of that would be his mother. So these guys were taught that this is better to be sweet, kind, gentle, and soft, you know, so women like them. Ultimately, <laughs> women don't want that either. So masculine men don't want masculine women, you know, and women altogether don't like feminine, soft men who are not productive or have no resources. So this is what's happening in our culture. So we're already different beings completely, but now we've flipped the script and wonder why it doesn't work. You see it? I can see it. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ooh. there's so much, like you said, there's all these, these other dynamics behind it that often people take for granted. Mm-hmm. Or just yeah. not aware of it. Just not aware of it. Yeah. Well, and we think it's better. We actually think everybody, I talk to men and women, like, oh, this is my life, right? And, and people think, you know, this is the best, the best time in history to be alive because we finally empower women and soften men and now we have a place, a chance of equality. Again, fantastic for business and love the dynamics, the kiss of death, right? The kiss of death. So my job with my clients is basically recalibrate the, the dance or recalibrate how they show up in a relationship, if you want to be masculine, that could, by the way, you can be a masculine woman with a soft man or, you know, a more feminine man. The, the dynamic is, think of it as two magnets, right? Two magnets, the, the, more, the, the more polarity between the magnets, the more snapping together, right? The more attraction, snap, right? Positive, strong, negative, strong, snap together beautifully. And what's happening in our culture is we neutralize the polarity, and what happens is there's no, there's no pull. There's no dynamic, right? It, 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 the thing falls flat. And that's really where the, most people miss it, you know. Equality in that way actually neutralizes the love dynamic. And then nothing happens. Or we're just apart. So <laughs> masculine woman with a feminine man will work. But eventually, from my experience, they don't last typically more than 10 years. Because ultimately, a woman gets tired of being in charge, even though she likes it. But eventually, her she gets tired of being in charge, and she doesn't want to be in charge of everything. And he's used to her doing everything and supporting her efforts while you know while he's chilling, you know, smoking and spooning his dog and writing his music. And I hate to say, stereotypically, you know, what still works better is the other way around. You know, men handling their life, their business, you know, supporting the women in that way. And women, you know, being tapping more into their feminine so their men stay connected to them energetically. The dance continues, right? It's like ballroom dancers. You can't both be leading. Somebody has to lead, somebody has to support. Somebody has to, you know, pilot, co-pilot, president, vice president. You know, it's not the fallacies of our culture is women think, that they, you know, in that in that dance of a relationship, that you know they don't want to be behind the guy, right? It's like if he leads and she's behind him, that's not it. She's actually not behind him; she's next to him. 
pilot, co-pilot. You know what I mean? It's, not, it's next to him. It's together, side by side. Right? And that's the only way that relationships last long terms. When you understand the dynamic of masculine and feminine, positive, negative, magnet, the polarity that holds you together, that's how it works. That's how it works best. So that's typically the work I do, where we calibrate our my customers, my clients, to the masculine, the, the women that are super powerful, we calibrate them into knowing when to be masculine and knowing or learning to step back into the feminine when they're out in the world. So to be able to connect with men who find femininity beautiful, which is really what pulls men towards women is they're feminine, not the masculine. And so can I learn, relearn the dance? So like ballroom dancers, you come together and together you create this new entity that's beautiful, but it's not... <laughs> it's not what the culture is teaching. You see it? Yeah. So, like I said, like you know, like like for instance, like do you think like this this is a product of of just our society at like where where women are conforming more from a feminine to a masculine and men, or do you think it might be you know that's who they are too a combination or what would what would you say in that area without maybe perhaps somebody not deviating from truly who they are? Right. No. So we know that there's, like I said, there's an 80-20 rule with everyone, right? 80% yeah. of men will react this way if you do this. 80% of women will respond this way. So there's an 80-20 rule that's sort of the big streak in all of us. Uh, within that 20% left, we know that there's 10% on both sides, men and women, who are actually born a certain way in the sense that there's about 10% of women who are actually born masculine. Like their running system, their bodies are more masculine. They're more direct. They act like men. My sister's one of those, right? They're in your face. They, they have no problem, you know, hurting you or, or roughing you up, where most women are much, you know, they don't want to disconnect of maybe making you mad. These women don't, right? And they don't run their lives to their feelings like most women. They run their, their lives to their heads like men. So, um, so 10% actually, right, they're genetically just different. Same with men. It's about 10% of men who are just more feminine in nature, period, born that way. So that's that. The rest of it is, like I said, that, that 80%, you know, used to be standardized more. But our culture now is moving the, moving the needle where we, we actually train women, even feminine women, women who don't necessarily want to compete this hard in the world. We train them to uh, go for that first, you know, really aim high, which is fine. But sometimes the women that are more typical, more feminine by nature, uh, really, really, really struggle with that. And and these women who most of the time eventually, because they're, they're feminine paradigm, want family, kids, relationship, husbands, you know, if they get caught up in the culture that says, you know, be a badass first or, you know, be like a boss babe first, like within 15 years of doing that, again, the difficulty in finding a man at that, you know, a little bit older, like like the 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 pool of men available shrinks ra- you know, radically after 30 for ladies, right? Men married younger, so if you wait till 40 to look for a mate as a woman and you've been stuck in your masculine, it's going to be difficult. These are all my clients, right? So the, there's the cultural move to, to tell women they should have it all, you know, and they, there's nothing, um, nothing less really is okay, so you should have you know, 
you be a CEO and a, and a business and make a ton of money, still have, you know, a husband and kids and take care of the household and all that stuff. And uh, most of them can't do it. So women can have it all in segments, and that's part of the work that I do with them. Wow, it's powerful. And it's so, so important. I mean, again, you know, like who would have thought like when it comes to relationships that we, you know, we, that could there be coaches out there that could help people? I mean, I mean, we know that sometimes people will go to counseling, you know, to do certain things, but it's not the same thing. You know, it's really, you know, somebody that really understands people and can relate to them. I mean, that's so important. And, and if we want to take our relationships seriously, we have to really you know, understand that and know that there are resources out there. And then those that are seeking Absolutely. a relationship then you know, maybe have this information up front so they don't continue to make the same mistakes or kind of, uh, you know, keep doing the same things over and over and just getting the same results. I mean, that's it, right? It's, it's the not knowing that's a killer. It's not knowing, you know, you know, what's going on from the, uh, on the other side that's always a killer. So if you insist on doing your way, I see that I see that with my clients a lot. Like they, you know, well, you know, he should, you know, he should be bam, bam, bam. It's make women much more than men. Women make lists, right? Lists of what he should be, you know, and it's like this unicorn list. I call it right, <laughs> like, like tall, handsome, funny, rich, you know, successful, attractive, six pack, and you know, blah blah. And so the same guy that, you know, the one percent of men who even matched that. And, you know, all the women in the world want, want that guy. So if you find that unicorn, you're competing around, you know, against every other woman in the world. And this guy really truly doesn't exist. So the idea of, you know, having it all your way is, is also part of our culture, right? We want instant gratification. We want everything. You know, everybody wants everything. And in that, the reality of really life, people, like, no one's perfect. You know, no one's perfect. So... To 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 look at possibilities of merging together, you know, from uh, an authentic place of who you are and who the other person is, be able to stay yourself within the relationship. Right, that's the biggest thing. It's not about compromising. People say this all the time. Your marriage and relationships are compromised. No, marriage and relationships are all about um, negotiating. Right, your wants and needs respectfully. And within that state, you know, you don't get to change who you are at the core. You, you, you come and dance together, you know. So the whole gig is really to be able to be yourself in an environment when somebody gets you, supports you, and is able to things are feeling complicated, tricky, you know, um, go awry. That's the gig. Yeah. Wow, well, I mean... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Andre. Sorry. No, no, no. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's, it's, we have to get away from me, myself, and I. If you want to be in a relationship, you want to be in a dance with somebody, you know, you got to, you got to be able to, like I say this all the time to my clients. Yep. Uh, again, they've been falsely educated in the sense of they have to have it their way. If the guy doesn't do it their way, he's wrong. So if he's wrong, he's the wrong guy. Next. And I, and I see all the time what's happening with my clients typically is that they have been taught yep. not to do what men want or need in order to step up. So my, my clients are, you know, always saying, like, you know, nobody's stepping up. Where are the men? You know, yeah. well, let, let, I want to continue culture, on that. 
Uh, yeah. Let's get. I want to continue on that when we get back because we have to go to break right now. Um, but I want to continue because this is so important for uh, any any of the men and, and women listening here today that and also that will be listening. Again, uh, you're going to be learning how to get in contact with uh, Andre here later today uh, on the show or later today, later on the show. So, again, uh, we want you uh, to come back. We're just going to break right now, but we got more to come. You're listening to Why Relationships Are So Difficult. We'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back again. We're talking about why relationships are so difficult with relationship expert Andre Paradis. Again, uh, if you're just joining us, uh, you'll be able to listen to this show in its entirety on demand later today. So we encourage you to check out the Voice American Influencers channel for the edited version of the show. And of course, at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Feel free to follow us there and make any comments. And we'd love to have you part of the Sustainable Success community. Again, our show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to building interdependent family structures that lead to interdependent communities and interdependent businesses. Check them out at www.efamovement.org. So, Andre, just getting back to where we left off, we were talking about, again, the you know, the, the certain dynamics of how men and women look at relationships and, you know, the, the masculinity, the femininity in both, both uh, genders. So, let, let, you know, let, I know you, were, you had a key point that you really wanted to wrap up, but we had to go to break. So let's continue where we had left off there that really to really drive it home for everyone listening in this area. Right. It's beautiful. Thank you. So what I was saying is what I see with my clients, and all over the place, and as part of the cultural movement, uh, is that we teach women to to do what really keeps men from showing up. And again, it's kind of ingrained, and nobody really thinks about it, right? The 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 being masculine, and the pulse of being direct, and the pulse of 
of uh, he needs to be this way or that way, otherwise he's no good. He's no good. And ultimately, what it looks like is, you know, to man, is that uh, it's 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 to man. It looks like women are unwilling to do what works for man. And to, with this, we have to start with this. What I do my clients like? What do men want? You know, why? What makes a man? commit? What makes a man show up? What makes a man step up, right? That's the biggest complaint. Men don't step up. We're the man, right? And not understanding that men step up to your energy and how you show up. Men are connecting to your energy. That's what they're attracted to, your feminine energy if they're masculine, right? But when you lead with your masculine, that doesn't work for men, right? So there's a bunch of things. There's, a, there's a, an avalanche of things, really, that without thought... Because for men, it's really not much of a thought process. It's a reactive kind of thing. Women need, I mean, men need this, 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 this in order for them to, you know, show up and want to be part of a woman's life, provide for her, protect her, right? And, and him to step into her, he has an unconscious checklist, you know, like genetic, if you want, to responding to that. And when women don't do this, whether on purpose or because the culture says, you don't need to be doing that, you know, it's up to him or he's got to just, otherwise he's a loser, that, that's where like, the whole thing kind of goes flat. So, I, you know, the idea of if you have to do for both sides, of course, but culturally right now, there's a, you know, you have to understand why men do what they do what motivates them? What motivates them to commit? What that looks like? What, what are the steps? What are the you know? What are the steps for a man? What that provides for him? Why? You know, I call that gender intelligence. It's a phrase uh, that Dr. John Gray, Martin Venus, has uh, made popular, and I use, use it all the time because it's fantastic. Right? If you want to be in, if you're a man and want to be in a relationship with a woman. I say cross the bridge into woman world, yeah, gender intelligence. Go find out what women are looking for, what they want. Typically, it's always a version of, you know, <laughs> what I need is so small. Why can't you give that to me? And male brains being quantifying of everything don't really understand what small things mean, right? For us, big, big effort, big change, big, big work, big money. You know, big, right, so we quantify everything. So for us, little things mean nothing. Like if it, there was no sweat or effort behind it, it's kind of worthless. But women are exact opposite, right? So the little things mean thinking about her. The little things means, you know, little acts of love towards her. Little things, little things. One flower, a text. But men have complete no sense of that for our wiring. So men learn what women Look for what, what women need to feel safe, what women feel, need to, be, to feel connected to you. Because when you feel safe and connected from your action towards her, she actually feels it relaxes her, right? It sort of warms her heart, and everything lovely about your woman comes out. Don't make her feel safe. Now, again, because guys don't have that, so they often don't, and they do it without knowing or, you know. Don't make her feel safe, and you bring out the worst in her. And then you think, what the hell's wrong with her, right? Not knowing. So men go across the bridge into woman world and go find out what that is. There's a lot of, you know, information out there and a lot of data and guys like me who teaches this stuff. 
And for the ladies, the same thing. You know, instead of thinking he's misbehaving, a lot of women think the men are shallow or, or um, selfish, disconnected, you know, um, aloof. They don't care because men are, uh, the more masculine, the more, are sort of like introverted into what they do and what they want. It's more, I call it, in, uh, internally motivated, right? We go after what we want from the inside. So to a woman, the disconnect of a guy, you know, always in his head looks like he's not present. He's not connected, you know, which makes her unsafe. So ladies, you know, why do men function the way they do? What motivates men? Why do they do, what do they do what they do, right? Why does it seem disconnected? Why, oh, wait a second. Oh, he's just, he's always planning. He's always plotting. He's always in his head, right? And that, that looks disconnected. Does that reflect, you know, so cross the bridge into man world and find out what men do, what they do, what they need to show up and connect and how we need you to bring, to bring us out of our heads into our hearts when we're there, where we connect with you. And that's what we like us the most. We need ladies most of the time to do this. We won't do it by ourselves. Oh, interesting dance. And from there, this is what I say, you know, as you both went across the bridges or the bridge across from the other side, then you come back in the middle of the bridge with some understanding of each other enough that you go, huh, I think, you know, and have some tools. And then like ballroom dancers, and you could say beginner ballroom dancers, on the bridge, you can start using the steps and start practicing together and get into a dance. And in the beginning, you'll step on each other's toes. And it'll be funny if you get, you know, why you step on each other's toes as opposed to get mad, understanding. And like dancers or anything else in the world, as you practice, you get the flow, right? Using using the tools, you get the communication, right? You get the miscommunication. It's funny all of a sudden. You catch each other in the communication. You go, I just thought you did that because of that's not what I did, right? And all of a sudden, you have a chance of dancing together. And just, just with knowing more about each other, again, it's not equality, right? It's compatibility, and it's uh, complementary energy. Just like dancers, complementary, not equals. Complementary energy, you create a new entity that is the couple. Boom. Drop the mic. Wow. How do you like it? No, it's great. I think it's, I mean, this is so important. I mean, the, you know, relationships are, you know, the foundation of so many different things. I mean, you know, I'm a firm believer, you know, with empowered fathers in action, you know, what goes on in the home you bring into the community and into the work, into the business world. And so if there's a breakdown in communication, there, there, there are issues in, in those personal relationships, they obviously are going to affect other communication and elsewhere and other yeah. relationships and in other ways not doesn't have to be a romantic relationship it could be just a personal yeah. relationship or a work a work related so you know we have, we have about uh, less than four minutes till the end of the show and I wanted to leave a okay. few minutes uh, but I want to just kind of sum up what would you in a you know just like a minute what would how could you yeah. sum up today what people can do where they are right now in their current relationships and, and what would be the first step they could start doing right now to get better? Well, I, I say, you know, like, like I just said, learn what gender and gender intelligence is all about. You know, learn if you're a woman who wants to be in a relationship with a man, cross the bridge, go find out what, you know, what, why men do what they do, what motivates them and, you know, the reasoning, right? They'll tell you, 
And then there's a bunch of data on this. The same with men. Cross the bridge. Right? And from there, you have a whole different perspective of... Because the complaint is this, and I hate to say it, but for men, they say, I don't know what's wrong with her. She's crazy again. Right? And he pulls the plug because he can't figure it out. And he can't reason with it. Right? And for women, he's like, he's a jerk. He doesn't care. Right? She doesn't feel safe. You see it? And then pull the plug on, you know, he's the wrong guy. And, and so it's too radically... Um, in opposition. And again, if you learn why, how, what motivates, oh, you know, my favorite thing to do with my client is when um, you assume somebody, her or him, yep. did something, and this is what it meant, obviously, you know? And they go, really? Go check it out. Go ask a question. And you ask a question by saying, you know, I need to talk to you. It doesn't work. Yep. I need to talk. Yep. If anybody, anybody comes at you with, I need, we need to talk, the fists go up because you're ready to fight. You know you're in trouble. No. Yep. You say, can I check something with you? Can yep. I check something with you? You know, yesterday when you did this or said this, this is what it felt like to me. Is that what you meant to do or, or communicate? And I'm telling you, it's, especially with men and women, yep. it's usually not at all what you thought. It's complete opposite. Like not even close of what you assume was going on. Again, different yeah. brain, right? Different motivation. And that's, that kind of, that's how you clear the air. And you get, oh, okay, yeah. oh. Because it, you know what I mean? And that's how you clean it up. And in that, you can actually see the other ones not misbehaving. There's magic in that, right? So, Well, I want to leave enough time, happen. Andre. I want to leave enough time so you, yeah. people can get to find out who you are because we got about less than a minute. So I want to make sure that people can find out. Wait, no, so where is, you know, what's the best way people can get a hold of you and where are you going to be next? All right, so my website is projectequinox.net, Equinox, as in the Equinox, so projectequinox.net. Uh, everything's on there. Uh, you can link to my Facebook page. You can link to my YouTube channel. There's a bunch of videos and stuff. There's articles. If you subscribe to the website, you get an article weekly about what I'm up to. Uh, you also find, you get, you get, listen, you can list access a podcast from there. Again, the podcast is how the culture gets it wrong. It's available on iHeartRadio, yep. Google Cloud, iTunes, uh, Stitchers, and SoundCloud. So Great. people just have to dial that in and go get it. You know, a lot of information there that just you and I talked about. Well, well we're going to make sure that we post all that stuff. So, again, we, we highly encourage you to sure. check out Andre at projectequinox.net. Again, I encourage you that if you are remotely looking to improve your relationships – uh, with people that are important to you, your loved ones, your you know person you're married to or or dating, this is the man you want to check out. Again, projectequinox.net. Again, we want to thank you, Andre, for being here. We want to thank you guests that join us each and every week, the Sustainable Success Way. We wish you a prosperous rest of your week, and we will be back after Thanksgiving. Uh, so we're wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll be back on December uh, 5th. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.